book is good about. Her second book was it was to like bring you closer and be like. And I was talking to my mom about it. And a bottle feed. Are you in your heart? Every time I'm like, oh my gosh. Girl, welcome to Coffee Confessions. Good morning, everybody. I hope that you guys have been enjoying our deployment series that we are going through right now. The last couple of weeks we've been talking about the anticipation and detachment um, and then the middle ground kind of where you're like emotional and then you're okay and then you're like anxious for them to come home. And then today we're going to talk about, I feel like the hardest part of deployment, which is reintegration and kind of like the like their home and now what? Now, like how does our routine that we have just been doing for the last six, seven months how do we kind of plug you back into this? Because I know when my husband came home, that was the hardest thing for us. It was really hard for him to find his spot in my newfound like independence. Honestly, it was something that we thought. I feel like you can go through this with schools too. Because yeah. when um, my husband, he went to a school in Virginia right before COVID started. And he was gone like, what was it? Like three months, four mm. months. And as much as you missed him when he came back, I was like, that's not how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> he's in this bed now. <laughs> like, Oh, he's not. She doesn't sleep at time. Our bedtime changed from, you know, whatever, 830 to 730 because I could handle them no more. And we're stuck on it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and I feel I feel like you kind of people kind of psych themselves out like, oh, you know, like you said, this is the hardest part of it. But it's also like, girl, you kind of already did it. Like we mentioned last time when you. um went through it you know like the separation yeah. it's kind of it's no different than having to plug them into anything else that you've done yeah I just feel like you solo I think I think it's like a bad thing to say but you just solo a lot in the military yeah. life and it's kind of like you know a week and not necessarily a month not necessarily but like I said when he was gone three or four months I'm like okay this is what we're doing Okay, you're just yeah, gonna have to. This is kind of my world, and you're gonna have to find where you fit into it. And not saying that that's the right mental approach to go right. with it, but I think like as a mother, you are literally just like you find what works, and then you're like, okay, like you're not changing this because you like this is going to make our life hell. Like you know <laughs> that TikTok style where it's like I know more than you. Like when it. <laughs> When it comes to this routine and what goes on in this house, like, babe, I love you so much, but I know more than you. And I, I think as spouses, we're just kind of like, well, if I were to go to your job for a day, you'd be like, no, this is how you do it. This is how I do it. And this is how yeah. I want it done. And then now you're coming into my territory and I'm just kind of like, this is how I do it. This is how I want it done. And. I need you to follow line. And, and especially Cody, she got the best gift because when Dee came home in 2019, we went straight into COVID. So she had lots of times with her lovely yeah, husband. <laughs> yeah, literally. Like he came home the night before Thanksgiving. He got like 45 days of leave and then went to work for a couple of weeks. And then COVID happened and he was home until August. So we went from nine months completely apart to like nine months together <laughs> constantly. And it was the most challenging time of my life because my husband, before he left, like my husband is my person, but before he left, I didn't know Felicia. I didn't, I had just moved to the the neighborhood we were living in. Um, but before that I have my sister and, 
Fayetteville. So it was like my sister and my mom. So I had a family unit there and then I had friends from high school there. So I never really ventured out into having military spouse friends or having like a lot of independence, I guess. If I went and did something, I'd be like, babe, you want to come with me? Um, (laughs) Also, I had very small children and things like that. So my husband, up until 2019, when he left, everything I did was with my husband pretty much. Not to say like I was like in this weird codependent marriage. It was just that he was my friend. Um, If I wasn't doing it with my sister and my mom, I was doing it with my husband. And I lived in a small little apartment, so it wasn't like I was having play dates. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I just, yeah. It was just different circumstances. So I moved into this neighborhood. Um, my oldest started school, and that's kind of when I started making mom friends. And then my husband left, and then I had to figure out, like, okay, well, um, my sister didn't live with me anymore. My mom and her lived in Fayetteville. I lived in Cameron, so it wasn't like I could see them every single day like I used to I really latched on to Felicia and Amy and Amber and my friends in that community and um when my husband came home I was very much way more independent in myself than what I was when he left and that was a really big shock for my husband there were times where like I would be like I'm going to Walmart by myself versus before (laughs) he left it was like load up the kids we're going to Walmart And so he was just like, well, I'll come with you. And I was like, no, no, I don't want you to come with me. I want you to stay here with the kids because I needed that time just to be like, you've been gone for nine months. I need milk. I'm going to run across the street to the food line and get milk. And I need you to man the fort because I cannot handle another grocery trip with four kids right now like I just I don't want to do I don't want to do it and so that was really really hard for my husband he was just like what the hell is going on like you don't want to do anything with me anymore and I had to like sit him down I told Felicia like you know we really struggled and and I remember like we sat down on our couch and we me and him both cried and I was like listen I love you more than anything in this world but like I I, I'm a different person now than from when you left. And he was just like, I don't know where I fit in into your routine or even this family right now, because I feel so isolated. Like, I feel like you don't want me here. And I'm like, it's not that I don't want you here. It's the fact that I am, I'm just independent. Like I, I found my independence. I found my strength while you were gone. Like I, I, so much fell on me. Like my dog died, you know, my, I had four kids. I had a lot going on. So much fell on top of me that it was like, I like, not that I don't need you because I need you, but I learned a lot about myself and I learned I could do hard things without him. You know what I mean? I didn't have to rely on him for anything. And then me having friends was different from yeah, him. her making the Walmart trips with me made him not like me. And I was like, yo, bro, like <laughs> slow down your roll, you know? <laughs> he was so jealous. And looking back at it now, I'm like, oh, babe, you're so cute. That's so sweet. It was so funny. <laughs> but I think that is, it's a common thing that we go through. And I know I do it a lot with my husband and he'll get irritated, you know, especially because the kids will do this or do that. And I'll be like, go ask your dad. And they're like, no, you're right here. And I'm like, go. Yeah. And he's like, I'll help you. And they're like, no, no. like I need mom. Um, So I know that doesn't help the situation at all, but 
And it's not necessarily, I would say, like a military thing in general, but it's like me as a person, I, I'm i an eight, an Enneagram eight. Like, I need that control. Like, I need to be able to know, like, what's going on and, like, you know, what's the plan and what yeah. are you doing? And so that makes military life a little hard for me just because I'm like I don't like the uneasiness and I know it's a big chunk I was complaining to Cody the other day and I was like just stop telling me things (laughs) just stop (laughs) telling me things and I'll just keep this like one plan in my head and then if it changes and then changes again changes again it doesn't matter because like I know about it yeah yeah like I just need so it just makes it a little bit hard. And so then when my husband comes and like plugs himself back in and I'm like, no, like you go do what you were doing. Like go back, go back army, go. Yeah. <laughs> like, I got this. Like I'm, I'm set right now. And I know it hurts his feelings a lot. And it's something I, as a person work on a lot too. But um, I think if you're not careful, you can kind of make them feel the way we unintentionally made our mm-hmm. husbands feel. Mm-hmm. It was, it was 100% unintentional. Um, you know, especially like when Dwight came back, the only thing Cody and I wanted was for our family to be friends. That was like our biggest fear. And when Cody like came out and she was like, you know, he's jealous of you. Like he, he, he's jealous of our friendship type thing. And I was like, oh my God, like, that's not what we want. (laughs) Well, and not to mention like right when he came home, like we started coffee confessions. So it was like, uh, we were busy doing that. And then any chance that I could just have a break from my kids I would, I took it and he parented through COVID. So he gets it now. Like he'll be like, I'm just going to run to the store real quick. Like he, uh, it took him having to live my life a little bit. Like, okay, like let's load all four of these kids up and we'll go to Walmart for a gallon of milk. And you're going to see how fucking stressful it is because at the time we had like a, what, two-year-old, four-year-old, nine-month-old, seven-year, I don't know. They were little if you're a mom, you already know going to the grocery store with your kids is just not fun at all. Especially like the thought of like having to load them all up for something like a gallon of milk. And it's just like, it's so irritating. And um, he finally like got it. He, he, he got it. Like he understood like after a few grocery trips where it's like, I understand why we don't leave the house with them because yeah. this is hell. And uh, it took some time for him to understand that and realize like, okay, she's not running away from me. She just needs a moment to be by herself, to be mo- like, not to be mom, not to have to do anything. It's just easier to get in and out of the car to grab that gallon of milk and come home and, you know, pick up where we were at. And my husband just took a lot of offense to like, well, I was your person and now you have this friend. And it's like, uh, where do I fit into this equation with you if I'm not your person anymore? And I think, like, Felicia's husband was definitely the saving grace in all that because he was able to establish his own person and all this. So, like, um, because now they hang out more than you do. Yeah. Like, (laughs) if they, they'll go to like lunch and stuff together. Yeah. He's like, I had lunch with D today. And I'm like, the heck? (laughs) You were supposed to be working. Yeah. But I think we fall we kind of fall short in that area of trying to remember, you know, when my husband is home, there will be times that I'm like, please, please just take our kids and like, leave me alone. Like I just, I need, and I know that sounds terrible to say, but you know, as a mother, it's just, it's a lot. It's a mental load. Like 
I'm not only thinking for myself and 90% of the time, my, my thoughts for myself are on the back burner. Like when did I, when did I shower? Like, when did I change? Did I wear this shirt yesterday? I can't even remember if I wore this shirt yesterday because my little people's needs like go before mine. Like I'm making sure they fed, you know, they've had this, they've had this. There's been times, so many times Cody and I got together at two o'clock and I'm like, dude, I haven't eaten. Like I fed my kids breakfast and lunch. And I just realized like I haven't eaten and I'm getting a headache and I'm getting hangry. (laughs) So like we need to go get some food. Yeah. And I think, you know, my husband knows like there's times he'll be like, I'll watch the kids. You go to the grocery store, you go do this. And when he comes home from, he's frazzled. (laughs) Yeah. He's, it's hard for him to kind of remember, like, my kids are loud as heck. They're yeah. hands-on. They're busy. They're, you know, I've got a three-year-old. He's always in trouble. <laughs> like, it's it's a lot for him to swallow. And there will be times. My husband also has, like, issues with his ears um, from, like, shooting guns and everything. So he's like, can you stop being loud? <laughs> like, it's, it's amplified for me. Yeah. And I'm like, we have a three-year-old. Like, no, they won't stop being loud. <laughs> like, that, that, I wish it worked that way, but it doesn't. And so... Like him just trying to like plug back in and be like, oh, you need a break and you don't want to go with me. Like you don't yeah. want me to. I've been gone nine months. You don't want me yeah. to go with me. I've yeah, that was months. the thing. Like, yeah, like I've been gone and now you want me to. You want to be alone. And I think they don't realize that it's like when you were gone. Uh, like, uh, I I think that we both have are pretty lucky in the sense that like I can leave my kids with you. You can leave your kids with me. And then I had Cass and stuff like that. And um, well, Cass is my sister, but I had my sister in Fayetteville, so I had a pretty like built-in babysitter's net and while he was gone. But um, I think a lot of spouses, it's hard to leave your kids with a babysitter because you're like you got to pay for it, and then also just the worry of it yeah. of like a stranger watching my kids freaks me out. I'm just like, oh no, thanks. Too many things can go wrong. <laughs> Um, but so then when my husband came home, it's like, oh, a sigh of relief. I can, I can leave the house now. I know my kids are safe. Yeah, I know like they're the good. Yeah. I can go do what I need to do versus like, okay, I really need to go get a pap smear, but I don't want to leave my kids with this stranger. So I'll just wait or I'll be anxious the whole time that I'm getting yeah. this done. And versus like when he's home, it's like, all right, babe, well, I'm going to head out with Felicia to Walmart for a little bit because I need a break. And I feel safe knowing that my, my kids are with their dad and everything's okay. And my husband just kind of took offense to it because it's like, what the hell? I just got home. And now you're just like running out the door. And, and I should have been in hindsight a little bit more. And it's not like it was like a week later, y'all. It was like he came home in November and this like was in January. So we had some time together, but it yeah. was just like, it was a little bit of a culture shock to him to be like, wow, she's really independent now. And um, not to say that I was like needy or independent before, but it was just like, he was my person. It was just like, come do this with me. Come help me with this. Come do that. And then it was like, whoa, wow, you have like all this independence and you have this like routine and I don't really feel like I plug in anywhere. We also thought a lot about like parenting and we still do. I still get like a little like edgy if I don't really like the way that he says something to the kids or how he reacts to something. And we, it's just something that we fight about and he'll be like, but when he came home, it, it was a big fight. He's like, you don't let me parent the kids. You don't let me do things the way I want to. I'm their dad too. I know I've been gone, but like I'm a part of this family and you need to back off a little bit. And um, to me, I was just like, yeah, well, 
you can go fuck yourself because this is how I do things. And if you don't like it, you're never here. And we had like a lot of an animosity, which was kind of weird for us because he came home on happy terms. Like we were really good. We yeah. were really happy for him to be home. He came home right at the holidays. Like we enjoyed our holidays together, but then it was like, okay, holidays are over. Real life starts now. Now you got to parent these four kids together. Well, I think that's like a, a thing that different people will, exp- you know how we, we said during this whole series that a lot of people will experience this together, but there's some factors that are going to be a little bit different. Reintegration for just you and your spouse is going to look a hell of yeah. a lot different than it is yeah. when I have to like not only share my parenting duties, but like he has to kind of like re, you know, like what what is the word I'm looking for? Like reintroduce himself kind yeah of. like put his ground again right like yeah. this is a no-go you know I am dad I've missed you but no is no like this yeah. is still not allowed you know he's got like the disciplinary again and yeah you know we've got a parent together it's not just like oh I do this and do that and um and it's not all oh you know you've been gone you do it all and I'll take a step back because yeah. then he's like oh my god <laughs> like, yeah we have three kids like oh my god yeah and it's not in a bad thing you know I I'm hun, if you listen to this I love you I promise <laughs> but it's just like you're kind of like finding yourself all over again it's well, like yeah you have to your... find that parenting dance together again because yeah. your, kids, your kids are gonna like I think that's what makes it so hard is that you're your kids change so much while they're gone. Like they really do. They change a lot. And so when he was gone on his first deployment, I was pregnant. He came home to a six month old. We struggled then because it's like he, I had been mom for six months. I knew our baby. I knew what she liked. I knew how she, what time she ate. And he, I remember like crying like the third night into him being home because it was like a hard night with her. And he was getting frustrated and I remember just rolling over in bed thinking like, Oh my God, I was so excited for him to come home and that this was going to, we're going to have this beautiful like family and stuff like that. And he's struggling right now because he's never, he's three days into fatherhood. You know what I mean? And with a six month old, that's pretty hard. And I just remember laying there crying like, Oh no, what are like, what have I gotten myself into? And then, you know, when I came home in 2019, we had four kids and our son was, he left when Colt was just turned two and he came home um, right before he turned three. So he was definitely in that phase of like toddlerhood. That's just really particularly hard. And so they clashed like Colt was a mama's boy and he's emotional. And my husband is like stern and can be, you know, kind of a jerk sometimes and uh, not to his kids intentionally, but he's just harsh. Like his words are harsh and he's just not as like nurturing as I am to, or I guess I should say, I know as a spouse, you're like you're home with the kids all the time. So like, you know, like with um, the boys, like, yeah, okay, well I have to talk to them this way. And with the girls, this yeah, works like better. And dad is just kind of like this is the way I am with all four of you and this is and but he doesn't realize that that doesn't work for this kid and so you know there's things that that make it just 10 times harder and your kid like trying to figure out that parenting dance together I think is what just makes reintegration really hard because honestly as a couple it's like uh it's like just like 
dating again to me it's like oh I'm nervous because I haven't seen you in so long and this feels like dating all over again but parenting it's so much more complex I think the biggest the biggest tip we could give you for this be just because there's so many variations you know maybe you have one kid maybe you've got four kids maybe you have no kids maybe your dog doesn't like him anymore like I don't know (laughs) but give yourself grace and we say this a lot with like the military life but give yourself grace you know my husband he he was even talking to me the other day and he was like it's gonna feel so weird to like drive a vehicle you know like there's just so many things that is absent from them right now that is either present to you and vice versa you know there's things that they're you know hyper focused on and you're not and so coming back into life in itself whether it's a school you know I know people struggle with schools three months is a long freaking time you know ranger school is forever and if they recycle it's still forever (laughs) like (laughs) it's ridiculous but giving yourself grace whether that he doesn't want to go out He's been out and he's been out and he's been out and he just wants to enjoy the four walls of his home. Like, give grace. Like, I know you want to go to that grocery store with him and, you know, whatever. Like, give grace, you know. Same for him. Have these tough conversations. Like, you know, like Cody said, I love you so much, but I just want to run to the grocery store without kids. Like, I would like to walk in and not think about anything but like the gallon of milk I needed, not like yeah. telling my kid to sit down or telling my, you know, cause our kids have fallen out of the cart. So like, Twice. Like telling him to sit down, telling him to do this, telling him to do that. Um, it, it's really an, an adjustment. Like they said, it it's is. reintegration yeah. and adjustment, but the best thing you can do is give grace and have the talks. Like this is yeah. bothering me. Like, is it okay? Like this is bothering me. Is it okay? Um, one time when my husband, it might've been a school or something. And I just felt kind of like unloved. Like, is that like, and it's kind of weird because the only reason I felt kind of unloved, I would say is because my husband is a very affectionate person. My husband is very (laughs) hands-on, like, which makes me feel amazing about myself, but he's very hands-on. And so when he had like come back from the school or whatever, and he wasn't as hands-on per se, like, not that he wasn't at all, but just not like what I was expecting. Um, I was like hurt. I was like, yeah. why are you like grabbing my butt every time you get like, do it now. Yeah, <laughs> but, grab it. Um, do it right here. I'll bend over. Like, <laughs> but, um, and I had to talk to him. I was like, what, what is this? Like, I, I'm, I'm feeling good. neglected. Like, yeah. Like, what is this? And he was like, oh my God, like, no, I'm so sorry. Like I was just, he had a class or something he was doing. I forget what it was at the time, but he was like, no, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I made you feel that way. Like I was just focused on something and like, I didn't, I didn't realize. And so having those conversations, because I can promise you 90% of the time, they're probably unaware. You're probably unaware, you know, like what is the thing that they say? Assuming makes an ass out of you and me. me? So like give yourself grace, have those talks, don't expect it to be like exactly yeah exactly where you left off like he's just gonna waltz right back in here yeah it's gonna and if it is for you that's great like that that's awesome and um but if it's not just know like your there's your relationship's like not bound to fail I mean here we are 2022 we're celebrating our 10th year um wedding anniversary at the end of this month and we got through that that time it was like the hardest time of our marriage and we made it through so if you struggle if you're struggling with reintegration I feel like that's pretty normal I mean yeah not a lot of people in regular 
I shouldn't say regular marriages, but I don't feel like military <laughs> marriages are regular. I'm sorry. They're, they're a little bit more complex. And I think that there are things with a civilian marriage, I'm sure, that are complex that I wouldn't understand. But for sake of this podcast, in a military marriage, like you, reintegration is just really, really hard. And I think that you have to just constantly communicate. I wish that I would have not taken such offense to my husband whenever he was feeling the way he was feeling and just sat down and had that conversation sooner because we really hit a breaking point and I would have been, it would have been really sad to look back um, yeah. and been like, yeah, we just threw in the towel because we couldn't figure out how to parent together. We couldn't figure out how to blend our family back together when he went away. And I mean, chances are he's going to deploy again soon or not soon, but, you know, eventually he will go on another deployment. And I hope that um, I'm able to be more uh, attentive to the way that I make it feel when he comes home, because it has to be hard. It has to be so hard for them to just be like, okay, well, plug yourself back in, you know what I mean? And, and figure out where you fit in this, because it's like, yeah. For so long, they watch their family through social media and FaceTime calls and through text messages. They're not like they're living it. It's kind of like, oh, well, this is what happened today. And, yeah. Oh, I got I get to see pictures of Christmas on Facebook and I got to talk to so-and-so for a little bit on the phone and they told me about their spelling test or something. But then they come home and it's like almost like they're on the outside still. So yeah. just be like, just be cautious of, you know, how you accept them back into, um, like the, the routine, like, yes, it can be frustrating. And yes, it can be like annoying to be like, I really don't want to do it that way, the way that you want to do it, but you yeah. are the dad, you are a husband. You, you want owe... them to feel welcome. Yeah. Like you owe it to welcome. them. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, you're home, but you're not home is, I feel like the big thing that they feel a lot, you know, my yeah. husband will say like, oh, what about this? And I'm like, we don't do that anymore. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, but no. And so making them feel welcome, whether that's the way you talk about it or, hey, or you know, encouraging do you want your that kids, time? Like encouraging your kids. Like, yeah, mom doesn't have to do everything. So many times, like I'll say, and I don't mean it like as a jab at my husband because it's totally just my kids. Like they rely on me for everything. And I yeah, understand exactly. it because I'm always the constant parent, but they'll be like, their dad will be standing right there like, mom, can I have a cheese stick? I'm like, your dad is literally standing next to you, next to the fridge. And I'm like across the room, like ask your dad. And I think as a spouse and a mom, if you can find a way to gently uh, encourage your kids to be like, hey, like dad's home. Like, why don't you do that? Why don't you do your homework with dad tonight? Hey, why yeah. don't you let dad um, take you to the park? Or why don't you and dad do this and stuff? find ways to make sure that your kids are including him too because that was the main thing for my husband he just felt unneeded like okay well I'm home but yeah well I think your kids go through the reintegration too right yeah, they're yeah. like I why are you yelling at me now yeah, like, yeah you're my dad but like mom like what mom's the know? boss or yeah oh don't touch this like mom never said that and so I think you know some kids my kid is a daddy's girl like she is stuck to him like glue when yeah. he comes home no matter how if it's a day or if it's six months like she's stuck to him she has no problem reintegrating with him now like you said um the boys they had a little bit of harder time you know like he yeah. had a little bit of harder time with d and i think 
not immediately panicking is one thing, right? Don't yeah. panic. It's like oh, the they whole... don't love each other. Yeah, so, like yeah. this is it. That's it. Our marriage is over. Yeah. Don't love his kid. Like, no. um, you know, don't be worst case scenario, glasses, you know, half empty type situation and just give yourself time. If it takes a week, it takes a week. If it takes a month to find a solid routine, um, it takes a month, you know. But don't give up. Don't yeah. give up. No matter what, don't give up. Communicate, pray, like change, You're not gonna, you change don't your routine say... if you have to like you don't be selfish I was selfish and my marriage really suffered from it for a little while I feel like if you can just be like hey explain to them like hey this is like I, I when I figured out how to say to him like hey I learned this independence and it makes me feel so good about myself and like yeah. I'm able to cope so much better with this lifestyle he was able to really take that in and be like okay like I understand that versus me just saying like well this is the way I am now you were gone for nine months and this is who I am like either like deal with it or get out like being able to just be like babe I love you so much I think if you constantly reiterate like I love you so much and I am so happy you're home but like I have to figure this out like I have to figure out where like I have to let go of some of the control which was something I had to do because for those nine months you have to have full control like it's like okay I have four kids I have to have this routine I I need the control because the control is normal for me and it's what's going to balance this like chaotic vulnerable season of my life and then explaining to him, like, I don't think a lot of men understand, like, what it's like to be on the other side of the deployment. For them, it's work. Like, okay, I'm leaving. Yeah. I know she's got it. I know she's got the home front covered, and it's good to go. And not to say, like, you're on the back burner, but they know that you are their safety net. Like, they know that you have this covered. So it's kind of like, okay, well... When I check in on home, it's because I need to feel some love. I want to check in on my babies. I want to make sure everybody's doing good. Not like, hey, did you pay the bills today? Hey, did you feed the kids today? You know what I mean? It's not like I have to check in. It's like, I want to. You're my my comfort. You're my love. And so if you're just very open with them, like, hey, it's really hard for me to let let go of some of this control, but I'm trying. And um, I have this newfound independence and it makes me feel really good about myself. It makes me feel strong. It makes me feel like in control of my life. I don't think the guys understand. They're so used to being told like, this is where you'll be. This is what you'll be wearing. This is what time you'll be here. This is what you're going to be doing. They're so used to that versus as a spouse. If you're like, it, it feels like so chaotic, just military life can be so chaotic. So when you have that like routine and that independence and that control, it's really hard to give it up again and be like, Okay. Yeah. And I think I think an important thing to remember though is that a lot of people just he's home deployment's over. It's not over. No. <laughs> like, where you there's still and if you want to say you don't relate to any of the other stages, you're going to relate to this one because they're going to find out where they fit back in. Where you yeah. know, oh, even if you're a single, you know, not single but like just married couple, it's like okay, well I have gym this, 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 school here, this, that. You yeah. know, like, we go grocery shopping Friday nights at 8 o'clock. That's when I have time. And he's like, well, I'll go. Not let, like, no, I need to go here and do this. Like, this yeah. is what i got to do. And then I'll go grocery shopping. Like, this is my plan. This is my routine. All of that, you know. Um, I think a lot of people, and that's where you start to stumble and have the hard times in your marriage, whether they're coming back from a school, I think it's still very relevant then, too. Yeah. Um, is that, like, you – 
you still have these stages. Like, yeah, he's home and like the military version of the deployment is over, but the military, like the, the aftershocks your- are still there. Yeah. The deployment for your family is still like, you're still closing it out. Like you're still yeah. finishing the chapter of this book and you're in the cliff notes. <laughs> and the cliff notes are very important because they're going to tell you what happens in the Chronicles. So um, I think it's just important to communicate it a lot. Yes. A lot. Like a lot. My husband Like is overly not- share if you have yeah, to. <laughs> exactly. You know, reminding them like um, speaking your, your spouse's love language is very important to kind of communicate to that. Um, our spouses are, very oddly similar <laughs> like um so you know they need to hear that like you know affirmation like hey I love you and I'm not mad at you or anything but this is just hard for me to let go like this is hard for me because I've done it this way we're also OCD so there are yeah. no that we like need things in a specific yeah. order so you know communicating that to them that you're wanted you're needed you're loved and like I'm trying to work on it just like you're trying to work on it you know like we're gonna get past this you know giving them some of that control giving yourselves grace having you know just lots of openness really yeah open 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 patience 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 you're gonna have fights everybody's gonna have a fight like coming back together after being apart for so long you're gonna have a fight it's gonna happen doesn't mean your marriage is over does not mean anything is wrong with you guys that's just like part of life like we've been apart for so long and now you want to like share the this half of the bathroom with me and now you're leaving your boots on the floor and there's your underwear in the bathroom when the hamper is right there like there are things that are going to bug you about learning how to live together again and that's that's normal it's okay you're there's not like you're not set for failure you just have to like take a deep breath and have some patience and just be like okay god um help me out here because am i overreacting and a lot of time you probably are i i'm not perfect and i have a beautiful marriage but i would be the first to tell you that i teetered that line of divorce when he came home because it was just it was really hard for us to figure each other out and I'm like really glad that we didn't give up because one, I'm able to come on here and tell you guys like, Hey, this is normal. I lived it. It was hell, but we got through it and it only lasted like a month. Honestly, it was just, well, it's not to say that everybody will go through that. That was like your third deployment, right? Yeah. It was like your second or third that that's where they kind of had that, the bump in the road or the issues like that. So yeah. And we've been married for like seven years. I think, I think we did an episode on that too. It was like, uh, they say like the seventh year is like the make or break year so it was like oh of course oh this gosh. is happening i feel like we is... have we been doing coffee that long <laughs> i think because i'll be yeah, 10 10 years, years. yeah mm-hmm. oh craziness but we hope this this i was gonna say episode but i guess this like series series um helped you guys at least somewhat whether you you know hit one stage two stage or you hit all seven um we hope it kind of gives you a what is the word I'm looking for? Like, no, like I hope we feel normal after listening to this. Yeah, like, like looking into it because I feel like there's a lot of fears going into a deployment. You know, like I see it a lot, and we see it a lot on the wives page, and that's yeah. honestly where some of the topics come from. We're like, you know, somebody needs help with this. Like we see yeah. this question a lot. We need to we need to address what we can address. And like we said, we're not pros. Like we've had our bumps in our marriages, you know, and at the end of the day, we still choose each other and, you know, our marriage is what we want. And 
it it's easy. Like there's not always easy days, but it's an easy marriage. Like, you know. Yeah. Well, it's an easy choice. Like, okay. Yeah. Like I don't want to be with anybody else. Yeah. (laughs) I don't want to be anywhere else than where you are. So I will take the good with the bad. I will take the reintegration with the homecoming. Like you just have to just figure out your little dance together. Right. The grass is green where you water it. Everybody's like, oh, I can't do this. The disappointment ruined my marriage. Whatever. Then you go on to the next one and say you marry another one. You're going to go through these same stages. You're going to have these (laughs) same things. So it's not like, oh, my marriage is over and broken. It's just a phase. Like, it's just just a struggle. It's just a bump in the road. It's just how you handle it. Like, if you are – if you look at it and you're just like, I can't do this anymore – I can't, I can't make it every marriage, regardless if you're military or not, you're going to have trials and and things that are like make or break moments. And unfortunately for military couples, we have more of those because we're just, it's a constant separation, reintegration, separation, reintegration, and life is ever changing. You know, children are changing. Circumstances are changing. uh, Surroundings are changing. So, you know, to go, from one like one extreme to the next you know go to war and come home go to war come home it's it's really hard on both parties and there's a lot of emotions that go into it and as long as you're communicating with your spouse like this is what I'm feeling this is what I'm struggling with this is how you can help me like you're regardless if you're military or not you're you're gonna you're gonna fail because you have to be open with your partner you have to tell them like okay when you said this, it made me feel this way. When you reacted this way, it made me feel this way. And, or explain to them like, well, while you were gone, this is how I did things. And this is why it works. That was the main thing I did with my husband. Hey, this is why I do it this way, because this is, this is the reaction I get when you scream at them or yell at them that way. That's the reaction you get. And it just makes you more mad. And it was just a, it was just a give and take. Okay. I need to see things from his side. He needs to see things from my side. And and eventually it works itself out as long as you have the patience and the communication to do so. But reintegration, I just think, is really honestly one of the hardest things to get through. But once you get through it, it's a huge learning lesson. It's like, wow, okay, well, I learned something new about my husband. I learned something new about our relationship. And now we know going forward for the next deployment, okay, well, this works better. Or sometimes... Yeah dad feels this way when when he when he comes home or I need to be sensitive to the fact that he might want a little bit more attention from me um when he comes home versus like me just being like okay you watch the kids I'm heading out the door so yeah we hope anyway (laughs) we hope this series was good we liked it we would like to hear um you know if you haven't gone through a deployment tell us what you're what stage you're worried about most and maybe we yeah. can, you know, like comment and we'll be able to go back and forth with you guys. Um, we always share, you know, episodes on our um, social media. So we'll be able to see your comment, tag us, message us like, Hey, I'm stuck in this stage right now with my husband or I'm stuck in the stage period. Like, how do I move past it? And we'd love to help or, Hey, you know, like I never did this or I did this or whatever it is. We love to hear your guys' feedback. Um, we'd love to help you in any ways we can. And we hope, you know, share this with somebody yeah. because anybody in the military community is going to go through a deployment. Like, it's going to happen. Eventually. Whether, yeah. yeah. Some type of separation. Exactly that it's it's just needed information and it's always good to kind of like 
refer to like, hey, I'm going through this deployment again. What did coffee say? Well, coffee said this girl. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I feel like if you go to the wife's pages, it's always like, it's always like, well, I never went through that or that's yeah. not normal. And they give like their like Dr. Phil version of like why your relationship is not normal when majority of the time it's really normal. It's normal. And, and, and it's hard like to remember like wants to admit it on the way. Yeah. Street. Like, no, oh, like, I, would... I have a perfect marriage. We don't yeah, have exactly. any issues. Like, okay, <laughs> sure. All right. Sure, I never don't. went through reintegration. Like, okay, Susie, <laughs> okay, I saw well. your post where you said separated. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but um, next week we are going to kind of close it out and share some tips because these are kind of the feelings you will go through. Um, you know, come and during and ending a deployment. Um, but we just wanted to share a few like tips and tricks and things that we've learned and um, which I think you can kind of u- utilize during any type of separation. Um, yeah. You know, like I said, schools are months long and, you know, things like that. But just a few ways to kind of help you get through one or like how to see what to expect. Yeah. If you haven't yeah. experienced one yet, maybe don't take it with a grain of salt. And if these things come up as you're going through it, you can be like, okay, well, I remember on coffee, they said they experienced this. So I'm not losing my mind. That's pretty much what we want to be. It's just a saving grace of like, you are not going crazy. These things happen and (laughs) we are here with you. So catch us next week as we go over the tips of what we have taken over multiple deployments and hopefully they are helpful. Um, We get that question a lot. What are your tips? So next week, we're going to spill the coffee on tips for surviving a deployment. Well, that was our confession for this week. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on social media to catch the latest. Hashtag spill the coffee.